And this is Sophie Aldred, also known as Ace, reporting for Travelling the Vortex. Hi there, everybody. Travelling the Vortex. So, hello and greetings once again from Los Angeles, Gallifrey 1. The, what is this, 26 seasons? 26? Yes, 26 seasons. 26 or 26? Yeah. yeah, 26, because last year was the anniversary. Yep, 26 seasons. Uh, I'm Sean from Traveling the Vortex. I'm Mel. And I'm Mitch from the Five-ish Fangirls. And we are coming to you at the end of a very long day two. Um, very eventful day two. Had a lot of stuff really going on today, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of surprises. Some good. Yes. Some. Eh. Anything stand out in your mind as a highlight of the day, Mitch? The Inspector's Space Time read through. Which was awesome. Yeah. So I got to hear the entire script of the movie that I hadn't already. Because they did a prequel. And I watched the prequel, and then I had, well, because I had my panel at 10, and then I went and, because I had forgotten, I had put, got a couple prints, and I put them down somewhere, and forgot about them. That was one of the not so awesome. That that was one of the, that that was one of the best. Realizing she'd lost a purchase from yesterday. Yes, but... After my panel, I went back through the dealer's room because I figured that was where I left it, and I found them. That was one of the more awesome That was one. Because <laughs> I had left them at uh, Ellis George, who played Courtney Woods. I, le- I left at them at her table, and she held on to them for me, and so I got them back. And then after I got them back, I went back to the room, back to... Uh, Program C for the Inspector Space Time read through and came in just as they got to the part where the prequel ended. So, and it's it sounds amazing. From can't give them any spoilers, obviously, but it sounds amazing. So, if you're at all interested in that, that's something to look forward to. It's cool that they've managed to take that little nugget of an idea <laughs> from another show and, from, and, and really kind of turn it into something yeah, that it's, people are excited about. So I know what uh, Sylvester McCoy's role in uh, in the movie is going to be. I didn't know he was in it. Yeah. They announced... The, I'd heard Chase Masterson and I'd heard, uh, obviously, a... Uh, uh, there was the big um, thing last year, remember? When they made the announcement that he was going to be in it? No, but I'm old. I forget <laughs> things. Yeah, there was a big... With the um, Indiegogo campaign that we uh, talked about on one of the updates last year. Okay. So... But I've completely blocked that, apparently. From yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um... Yeah. So that was very cool. Mel and I um, had uh, 
What were we doing while she was in her panel? Well, we were in her or panel. Not, 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 not that. Not the, 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 uh, the, the, uh, the Inspector's FaceTime panel. What were we doing while... At 11? It was like 11 to 1, I think. Let's see. Because um, we had... Uh, Oh, we were doing our photo thing with uh Oh, that's right. We got a photo with, with Barman, which took about well, we thought. <laughs> a rather large chunk of... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much I want to go into that story. No, that's... We'll, we'll save that <laughs> for I'll, the I'll, podcast. I'll that yeah. one, that, that's, that's kind of a... That was another not-so-cool uh, thing that happened today. Mm. But, um, you know, we got it. So yeah. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Then we um, we also got knocked out um, uh, Sophie Aldred's autograph, which was which was very cool. Sophie was amazingly gracious and fun, and Mel's had such a huge <laughs> squee moment. You want to tell them about that? Okay, 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 okay. It's like this. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> We're standing in line, and Sean t- had just gotten to take a picture, or, or I, I had him take a picture of the big finish line because there was such a huge, huge long, huge big line, line, big finish, and we were just, I was totally taken back by how many people were there to get autographs for the big finish line, and he had overheard one of the um, con members, um, directors or whatever, you know, the people that guide you to different places. Con ops? Con ops. Con ops had said something about Sophie's line being over here and Sean's ears perked up because that was the only one um, of the classic uh, companions that we needed. So he's like, hey, Mel, come over here. We need to get in Sophie's line. So we got in Sophie's line. We get in there, and we're talking to these other people in line as we go. And they finally said, okay, it's your turn. So we go in, and we get up to the table, and the handler, I, I, I hate using that word, but the person that assigned to Sophie says, don't sign her autograph yet, or don't sign anything for her. And I'm like, well, what'd I do? <laughs> and she says, don't sign anything until she turns around and shows you her back. And Sophie's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm still like, all I can hear is don't sign anything for her. <laughs> so I'm, so I'm kind of standing there like, well, what'd I do? She goes, no, no, turn around and show her your, your art. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I turn around, and Sophie's like, oh, my. <laughs> and she goes, you've got to let me take a picture. But I'm like, oh, let me get this. Sophie wants to take a picture of me? Yes. <laughs> so Aww. I spin around, and she, and I'm like, I'm, I'm having a hard time sitting still. And I'm like, Sean, is she done yet? Is she done yet? Is she done yet? <laughs> And she finally takes a picture. She goes, that is magnificent. And goes on and on about it. And I'm like, just about forget forget about getting the picture signed. But yeah, we finally get the picture signed. And yeah, regardless, we Sophie took a picture of me. I, I felt genuinely bad that I was kind of the one still n- navigating the, yes, here's some money. Yes, we want this photo. Because yes. I felt like I was, in hindsight, it really felt like I was like, okay, come on, get out of line. Okay, come on, get out of line. There's people behind us. Okay, come I would have loved to have stood there and just talked with Sophie for, I mean, it's ace, you know. Yeah. So she's one of my yeah. top tier companions Oh, definitely. Time. And so I kind of felt bad that it felt, at least to me in a way, that I was kind of rushing through the, the, the end process of that. But she was very taken with your tactic. Now, this, uh, we, we probably should mention, this comes on the heels of all... Day. Yeah. People 
pawn at Mel with <laughs> her back piece and showing off her tits. And it was just nonstop. Every line that we stood in, every person we talked to, everybody was just, you know, people stopping and ask for photos, and I mean, it was, it's really cool. When we went to Denny's even, but, you know, like, I... I will never have a bigger squee moment <laughs> than Sophie Ace wanting a picture of my tattoo of the TARDIS, you know. Yeah, so I'm not quite Paul McGann faint, but pretty <laughs> close. So that's my squee moment for the, probably for the weekend. And then, uh, of course, we had a very uh, a, a spirited discussion, I think, this morning in the, 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 the gender panel that you were on. <laughs> Yeah. I said spirited. I mean, I thought it was spirited in a good way. I oh, yeah. It, it, it was totally... Yeah. yeah. It was, there was a lot of good discussion. And it, it was one of those things, when you said you were on this panel, I thought, oh, okay, cool, we'll go. And I was kind of, you know, we're going to support Mitch. But as it went on, it was like, this is really an interesting topic that I didn't realize there was such a wide range of... Well, and I really on. appreciate the, the guy that they put on the panel that was con, you know, Against the, and he wasn't necessarily con. He was the one that you had to convince that. I like that's how he presented it too. Yes, the, and that's why I changed what I said because he wasn't negative in any way, stretch of the form. He was just you have to convince me because he didn't. It's like he didn't really have doubt in his mind. He just needed more convincing to push himself over the lines. So. Yeah, and I, I thought I thought yeah. that was uh, was was an interesting, and, and really I think most of it kind of stemmed from. Uh, you know, should the doctor be a woman? Is now the right time to do that? That's kind of where I think the thrust of most of the discussion went. Yeah. Um, but uh, I thought, like I said, I was I was really kind of interested that there were so many varying opinions on it, and <laughs> it seemed like what I took as, a, and of course now keep in mind, Galley is a very enlightened atmosphere for the most part, but it, it felt like most people were, yeah. If it happens, it happens. We're not going yeah. to rail against that as long as it's done correctly. And what is interesting to me is that the, when the, I, I like how when everybody talked about Missy, it was always, well, what's with the Missy situation or with the Missy scenario or the Missy problem? Problem. <laughs> That's they, they, they had little code words that they would tack on to the Missy thing. And um, I, I thought that was really interesting that nobody really had a problem per se with the master changing gender. That was fine. It was how it, it was, was how it was handled. It was handled is yeah. the major problem. Which I think is, is, is I know you guys like, have talked like, about it. Well, like I said about um, the last line of how it, like in the panel I was talking about how the last line of Dark Water makes it seem like the Master changed to Missy because of societal expectations, whereas if it had been phrased differently, it could have been made more clear that it was because she chose to change her name right. as opposed to feeling obligated to. And there's also that danger that we've kind of gotten... I, I'm all for more representation of, of, of gay and lesbian and transgendered uh, bisexual people in, in, in entertainment. I, I, that's fantastic. But you kind of run the risk that they fall into two categories. They fall into sexual depraved beings and they fall into, you know, non-normal roles. And unfortunately, that's kind of what we've had with Doctor Who. We've had Captain Jack, who is, is very 
omnisexual, uh, for, for lack of a better term. But he, he, he and he's, he's a wonderful character, but he's almost kind of that sexual depravity you know, screw anything Almost. that moves. Yeah, kind of it's 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 like, and as he's, it's the basically the only representation of multisexuality we've had yeah. on the show. And now we've got Missy, so we've got our first you know legit transgender, and it's the master who's nuts. So <laughs> yeah. that's not which again was brought up on the panel. Yeah. It was an interesting talk. It was. It was. It, it was a really and like I said, it was a very spirited discussion. But I think it was in a, in a good way. So, but that was cool. And then, um, what was the other thing? That, oh, well, obviously, we we talked a lot of Doctor Who Legacy today. Oh, so much legacy. So freaking cool. Though. They had a great panel, and we're very well represented, and we're very proud. I think we can say that of, of, of Lee and Susan for the, the you know the year that they've had with the game, and uh, they had a great turnout and. Um, the panel room filled up. It was it was probably only about half full when it started, but I think it was because they were at that weird oddball time that other people were, were still filtering in from other things. They were up against some other stuff that was like you know, and but because of the cancellations and rearrangements of schedule, I think that freed up a lot of people to come to their yeah. panel. <laughs> well, well, let me let me throw out a complaint here. I never complain about anything except this. So this whole programming block, and Galley's all about the programming. There's stuff going on in different rooms every day, all day. It's just mad with how much you could really go and take in. Yeah. You could not get a single autograph in this place. You could just go to panels all day long and not scratch the surface of what's available, Mm -hmm. which is great. It's fantastic to have such a glut of information available. Well, and choices. And choices. Well, you know, choices. Maybe you're into this, but not this. Fantastic. We've got that. Here's the problem. Everything I wanted to do, everything I wanted to see this year, everything, all these panels I wanted to do, all fell today at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we did yeah. not get to see the doc, the movie, the, the Who movie. Am I movie. Who Am I uh, is uh, the the writer of Doctor Who. The movie is here doing Matthew uh, Jacobs. Matthew Jacobs. He's doing a documentary called Who Am I. Uh, about his first con experience. He's never been to a con before. And he was here today with and Daphne Ashbrook today, today Daphne promoting. Daphne came down to kind of help promote him and do stuff like this. We didn't get to go to that talk. I was so sad. We wanted to see that one so bad. We, we missed out on uh, a friend of the show, Mike Horner, and the debut of uh, uh, Timey Wimey Publisher Wimey 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Uh, which, which also happened. And, and it's just all of this stuff it's kind just, of all wound up happening just, at the same time. So, so that was a, that was a eh, frustrating, not so cool thing. But the legacy panel—it's a good bad thing. Yeah, but. <laughs> it's a good bad thing. I mean, it's, when, when you say that's the one thing that you really have to complain about, it's yeah. like, okay, you know, that, that's. But the legacy panel, I think, went really well. And it, no, it was them. awesome. Not really well. It was okay. totally it awesome. It was totally awesome. They had me, yeah, you know, spellbound and earpacked while I forgot to go do something I was supposed to do. <laughs> Um, I was really hurt to see it. I, I sent out a picture that when the uh, Big Finish folk filed in for their autograph session time, the line stretched out the door and around the corner and down the hall. And it's like, for Big Finish? Really? I mean, I just, I don't know why. Obviously, we love Big Finish. Big we, Finish we, is fantastic. Well, I dropped like 90 bucks on, Galli- on Gallifrey Mitch audio. really likes Big Finish, <laughs> Well, the Gallifrey eyes are some are really interesting, and I want to. 
it would cost more to order them off the yeah. big fish. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So you get them where you can. Yeah. But uh, it just it just kind of shocked me that there were that many people here to support them with, yeah, I want an autograph. And it was like, that's awesome. That's so cool. And then, uh, obviously, the big, you know, the big, the elephant in the room, Barrowman arrived today. Yes. And we wow. had very little interaction with him because we were all going <laughs> off and doing other things and stuff. But, man, you couldn't escape his presence. You knew he was here. Yeah. Well, you walk by the... He's in Program A, which obviously is the biggest room that Galley offers for programs. And when we came downstairs... People were out the door door of Program A. Now, granted, this is the first day he was here. And they've said, you know, they've got one today and one tomorrow. Pick one or the other. And today, it was out the door. I mean, it was... There wasn't even standing room. It was out the door. So, I'm anxious... Well, I'm scared <laughs> to see what his panel's going to look like tomorrow. But as you walk by, you can see him interacting with the crowd. And he accidentally, I saw him uh, trip over the couch and land flat on his back on the couch. He goes, I'm here for Valentine's Day. I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> wow. So a small taste of things to come for tomorrow for yeah. what, uh, yeah. what we're in Because we're all going to catch his panel tomorrow. After the uh, Mummy on the Orient Express live commentary. Which should be fun. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. Now, uh, Mel and I, because we're old, uh, decided at the end of the day that we were going to come back and uh, and uh, get a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, being the more adventurous of us, decided... Younger, was, too. And younger. Decided she was going to go down to the uh, masquerade. Uh, masquerade. How was that? That was fun. There was... Um, one cosplayer addresses Queen Elizabeth the First, who did uh, the Queen's words win wars, and she had this whole speech that I think is, from what I can tell, is based on an actual speech by Elizabeth the First, but it was like adapted for Doctor Who. Oh, cool! Like she mentioned Daleks and Cybermen. At one point, there's the TARDIS noise and the Doctor, and like she mentions the Doctor coming in and helping with this war thing it was really like inspiring and big and that's kind of the fun thing with the masquerade it's not just the costumes but the, 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 the little skits, the, the skits and the stuff that people kind of come up with and that's why I know when we first talked about it we kind of felt like ah, the masquerade was cool but it wasn't I know that's kind of the big galley event that they really that's what people talk about, and it's like, you know, the yeah. world-famous Gallifrey well, one Well, there's a, a um, video from, like, 2010 of the this skit about the Brigadier, and there's this video on YouTube that you can still go watch. Yeah. And it's, it's to that level, and, uh, you know, it was cool when we did it, but it, I did also didn't think it was necessarily worth the hype that was kind of built up around it. Now that you've kind of gotten a taste for it, what did you think? Is it is it as big a deal as everybody makes it, it out to be? Um, Am I wrong? Some parts were more worth it than others, I think. So. So it's still kind of a mixed bag. It's something, that yeah, you, it's, something it's, you need to experience and make up your own mind on, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there, there's some parts, like the Elizabeth speech that I was like, oh, that's so cool. And other parts are like, mm, I'm not sure I, this is really something I like. 
My vote uh, for, and they, I, I asked, I said, are you guys entering the masquerade? She said they were already full up and we couldn't get in, but we also felt that it wouldn't be fair. And I have a photo that we'll, we'll have uploaded here. Uh, it was a couple and their baby, a wee baby. This was a tiny baby <laughs> in a stroller. But the stroller had a Dalek bumper casing around it, like a full-blown, you know... Dalek skirt with Dalek a skirt. with a mutant, and the baby was in the... The, like, the, the mutant... Um, Dalek in the... You know, in the, 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 the... Like the blobby The thing. blob. The blobby, the yeah. Dalek blob. Thing. It, was, it was this big, it was, you know, Dalek con pink blobby thing, and the baby's like, and it's got tentacles coming out of the thing, and the baby's smiling and just happy, the happiest baby ever. And uh, it was just the most amazingly adorable, awesome, you guys win the internet, you know, kind of moment. And, and, and the mother commented, she says, we, we kind of feel like once you put a baby in the masquerade, it's all over, nobody else has a chance. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. But uh, I took pictures and, and brought them back to Mel. And she was like, oh, that's really cool. And then we saw them coming back uh, when we went to dinner. And they were you know, coming down the street, pushing this stroller down the, the road. And I was like, look at this thing. And that's when she was like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. The pictures I don't think will do it justice. But uh, it was it was yeah. really cool. So, um, what else? Anything else today? It seems it's such a whirlwind anymore. <laughs> we have a very uh, uh, a special... Um, it won't be part of this. I think we'll probably either do it as a show, at least on our end, we'll either do it as a show or a side trip or something. We had the very good fortune of sitting down and having a, a, a discussion with Andrew Cartmel, mm-hmm. who was the uh, script editor during all of uh, Sylvester McCoy's years on the show. And uh, I, I went and, after after talking with him, I had such a good time with that, I went and bought his book. <laughs> which may also fall into the not-so-cool column. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be a great read. It was an expensive purchase, which yeah, I yeah, I, I went by his table and it was like what fifty dollars. Fifty dollars for that book. Yeah, but I that's, think it's going to be a really good read. But he autographed it, so yeah. yeah I well, like, I mean, with the autograph, it probably that probably bounces out to being worth it. So um, I'm going to have to. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to decide on hopeful. You know, that is, and it may be one of those things that it's out of print or something right now. Maybe it's a little harder to get a hold of. Which you know, and that tends to be the thing at Gala. Anytime you come, you see books. It's like, oh hey, they've got the such and such Doctor Who book, and it's fifty bucks because, and it's the little paperback one. But it's like they're hard to get a hold of. So mm-hmm. maybe that's it. Maybe not. I don't know. But I'm I'm looking forward to reading because I I have a, a well vested interest in that kind of thing. As yeah. far as TV writing goes, yeah. but also just in general with the, 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 so, the Cartmel and the Master Plan and the yeah, yeah, because so. he he said he kept a journal throughout his time as script editor, yeah, and used that to write the book. Yeah, now I'm really looking forward to reading it. I get to read it first because Sean's in school; doesn't have time. <laughs> Sacre bleu! <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I think that might wrap it up for us. Yeah, yeah. I think so. That's enough. That's enough teasers That's for enough now. That's enough teasers. Yeah. Spoilers, sweetie. Spoilers. Spoilers. So uh, we'll be we'll be back. Obviously, we hope that you're enjoying these and uh, uh, living vicariously through us. And we hope we're kind of giving you a, 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 a flavor. Uh, since, flavor. Since Odd Duck Phil likes that word so much. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it sounds like a Phil word. Uh, that we, we hope we're giving you a flavor of what Gallifrey is and hope that you can come down. 
and uh, obviously you will hear more uh, in-depth and in detail of uh, our adventures and misadventures on our respective podcasts, Traveling the Vortex and the Five-ish Fangirls. Yeah. Um, but we'll be back uh, with uh, more stuff. And I also encourage you to follow us on Twitter uh, and Facebook if you would like to maybe get these a little more almost live. Uh, I'm at Vortex Sean, and it's S H A U N. Huvian Mitch, which is M I C H. And no, uh, no space. No space or anything. And uh, I am at. Um, Ink for uni who? Sorry, I haven't tweeted for a long time, but I just downloaded TweetDeck or TweetCaster uh, again, so because I'm like, okay, I've got to share this, especially my squee moment. I, I didn't have it on my phone. It's like, Sean, do that for me. <laughs> so, yes, I am finally got the app downloaded again, and I will try my best to send out some um, updates as well the last yeah. day of the con. I should... Probably do that more because during the Radio Free Scarrow panel, I was retweeting a lot of stuff, but and like to the five ish fangirls tweet stream. But, um, well, I, I should some, tweet more. I said something on my Facebook page or, or on our uh, the official Facebook page for the Vortex site uh, earlier today because I realized once again, um, I love Instagram. I really, really, really enjoy the fact that I can take a picture and it allows me to post to Facebook and Twitter simultaneously. That's cool. I do not like the fact that Instagram will not allow me to add a secondary account, so I cannot send things to the Traveling the Vortex, oh. Twitter, or Facebook pages from that, so it all goes to mine. So uh, if you're really, really, really interested, um, like I said, follow my Facebook page or my Twitter, um, the Ad Vortex Sean, because even though at Travel Vortex is sending stuff out. I think the majority of it is probably coming through my personal feed because I can't get it all to switch over. Uh, and so, you know, follow me and I'll, uh, you know, I'm not going to complain if I have a couple more thousand friends. Uh, <laughs> He'll say hi to every last one of you. I swear he will. Uh, kind of the social butterfly. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so if you'd like to get some more updates that way, uh, please do that. We hope uh, we can uh, get some more stuff for tomorrow. We've got a few big things planned that hopefully will come to fruition and uh, and be kind of cool and exciting there. So, uh, But we'll, we'll talk more at you later. Uh, in the uh, closing out, I'm Sean. I'm Mitch. I'm Mel. And uh, thanks for listening. And uh, we're signing off from Gallifrey 1, 26 seasons. Good night, babies. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>